This podcast is part of the Shareable Podcast Network. Learn more at shareable.fm. This is Rogue. I'm your host, Jeff Gibbard. All right, so uh, who are you and what is your superpower? Who am I? That usually sounds like a question the cops ask you when you're, when you're driving recklessly. No, I am, I am first Grant Kroll, um, living in Durham, North Carolina, by way of Honolulu, Hawaii, and in Chicago for 21 years. And I like to say my, my superpower is I am a twisted wordsmith, so much so that I did a, a book of all my twisted words on creative learning and how to use word creations for smart, joyful connections. And I call them grandtasms. Now I have the opportunity to do it for people in the technology crowd, especially in high tech places, for those people who are very smart, but might feel pretty awkward with communicating like most of us do. So my specialty is word creations for remote working so that we can communicate better and have fun doing it. Awesome. Okay. So tell me, you kind of touched on this a little bit in your introduction about your superpower, but how does your superpower help to make the world a better place? What I start with is myself and the struggles that I went through. And let's look at this way. When you're a baby, why do babies cry? Part of that is they haven't yet learned a language. And sometimes with adults, when we don't know how to express ourselves, when we haven't developed a vocabulary, a shared language, we get frustrated, we become emotional, we become upset, we become angry, because part of that is we want to build a connection with somebody else who might also be going through the struggle we have. So I usually found that as a challenge for me growing up with having a very hard time focusing, missing social cues, missing out on tone and nuance because I was wired differently and I did not know I was wired differently. And it caused me a lot of problems. Um, and even as I got older in the workplace, uh, I, I was certainly nothing super. I was just very, very challenged. I mean, you, we have gifts, but it's very hard to know how to use those gifts until you can understand how to, uh, how to align them with the working world. So once I realized that I could use my creative gift and make it a craft of, I could come up with words for things all the time that were creative. And what do I mean by creative? Uh, creative to me is it's intelligence having fun. That's actually a line from Albert Einstein. And I fully agree with it. I like to say creativity is novelty plus value, something new, but that you find you are making things better for someone. At first, when I would give these fun, twisted words, my grandtasms, people would have a laugh, it would be an icebreaker. And that's itself wonderful. That's your break in the ice. But then I realized it can be a lot more than just fun, entertainment, a coffee table book or a bathroom book. It really can be something that once I learned how to turn my struggles into a game and there is real power in having fun, I realized that I could focus better. I could get things done. I certainly could communicate a lot more effectively with people in a remote workspace, which is where a lot of us are now today for people who have different brains. So it gave me an extra sense of empathy, online digital empathy, where most of the work I do today is online as a learning facilitator, as someone who has to train people all across the world. Sometimes it might be a cultural difference, a language difference. Sometimes it might be, oh, the bandwidth is a little choppy. 
And I come up for little fun words like that. When somebody might be struggling with not being able to get on the internet, I'll say, we don't have an internet. I guess we have an internet. They'll laugh. It'll feel more comfortable. Just yesterday, someone was giving a presentation on Zoom and they were scrolling really, really fast in their presentation. And the text was so small in their spreadsheet. People were saying, hey, slow down, slow down. Well, I thought, let's have a little fun. So I said, okay, I guess we're all on this scroller coaster. People had a laugh. But it was also the next part, which is you could now pause, reflect, create, connect. You got to now first just pay attention to what was going on. I found that I could pay attention a lot better because I was in the mode of being creative. When we have a lot of distractions or sometimes maybe we're in a boring meeting, well, you don't give your attention to the thing that's right in front of you. I found that these things, my, my twisted words would help me and other people to actually pay attention better in meetings, even if they were boring meetings, even if somebody had too much stuff on their screen, because you were in the mode of, I'm going to look at this challenge as a game. So in a way, the grandtasms, the euisms became a communication game for different brains. I love it. And you and I have had a number of conversations about this. Um, and the one part of your superhero or superpower story that I'm not sure I quite know yet is how you came upon this particular superpower. I know that most of your story about grantasms and the euisms come from your own unique struggles, but in terms of where that, um, the ability to create the words and the ability to use them for connection, where that came from. There's, so there's three different, as I see it, types of uh, super uh, superheroes, as I see it, right? So there's the ones who were born that way, like Superman, right? Like, so Superman, enriched by the yellow sun, he can't help it. He just is that way. He was born that way, right? You've got something happens to you, like a Spider-Man, where you're bitten by a radioactive spider, and then your life changes forever. And then you've got the, the type who train, like the Batmans, right? So like Batman, normal dude, learned martial arts, learned all the different things, and became Batman. So there's these three different types of superheroes. You use these words, these creative words to communicate with people across different types of brains uh, to make things fun, to make things interesting. Is this something that was a natural ability? You've been doing it your entire life. You were born with it. Is it something where something happened to you and you had a profound realization where you could use these things? Or was it the sort of thing where um, at some point you decided that you needed to come up with a thing for it and you just trained and trained and trained and trained until you came upon this thing and became the, the Batman of words? Well, I would probably say all three to a degree. I mean, the the, uh, the analogy of super, Superman, and I myself was a big Marvel fan, and then I went over to some um, uh, some other brands of, um, of comics, but then I also got involved in a lot of mythology, and I always find there's a nice theme. And sometimes the theme is people who are out of their element, for better or worse. I mean, Superman wasn't Superman until left Krypton. Then he was ordinary man, wearing a, wearing a red cape and an S. I mean, and part of this is it's the context of where your circumstances leave you. It's are you any less of a super person if you don't have physical attributes? And Batman is, I would definitely argue, not a normal person because how many people have a lot of money and are willing to train obsessively and probably Fair. probably a little cuckoo in the head too. You're you're not a superhero to some people. You're a super weirdo to others. So part of this is the context of how you appear to other people, whether, and the other part, the, I, would, I would say the equation is luck. If I had to really go to a time that I really start to think I have as a gift, it's when I was always, when I was a college cartoonist, I was a cartoonist at the University of Boulder, Colorado and University of Hawaii at Manoa. 
And I didn't want to just sign my, my last name on it. I wanted to have a play on words. I, I would could not just say Grant or Grant Crawl. I'd say Grantastic Crawl. Or I'd say Grantilius Crowellius Maximus. Or I'd say Crawl, Crawl, Crawl Your Boat. Or the Black Crawls. I would always want to change that around because I thought, why try to be like everybody else? People know it's me. But what if I could make that part of the artwork and part of the experience? So I do that more and more and more. So I always find that I got such a joy from it. So I think I, I know I have an ability to do it more than the average Joe or Jane. But what I found that made it super was when I could teach other people. It's not enough to be the best sports person by, okay, score the most points, but you're graded on championships or you're just great on how you take a team from a certain part to so much better like Moneyball. And that should always be the standard is what are your circumstances and how far do you go? Not necessarily who's the strongest or the fastest, but where did you come from to where you've been now? That is a really, really good indicator from all the adversity. So I didn't have great opportunities in, in Hawaii, even though I got to do talk radio while still in college, which was fun and being a cartoonist and working in a comedy club. But it wasn't the right time in the right place because Hawaii was not a place for someone really different. They wanted tourism stuff. And that's just the lot I was handed in life. So I was doing a lot of really, really good stuff. I was getting in college press syndicates. I even got on the local news a number of times, but it just wasn't enough to be sustainable, certainly financially. So it was what happened later on where I found that it doesn't necessarily have to be that you have the largest audience. It's the impact you have on the people that you really, really care about. And I only found out that in the past like six or seven years that I, when I'd be asked by people, to come up with words for things. That's when it became a game changer. When it was them now wanting something, not something that, oh, I can do this really good. But when other people were talking about you that way and other people were saying, hey, you really, really helped me with this. And I could build those bonds and connections. And now the fact that people in the tech space want me to be speaking at their events to talk. And when they say, we have these struggles, we have these problems. And once they allow themselves to be open with language and that for some people being weird is your strength, then I really say that it's innate, but it's something you can bring out in other people when they're willing to allow themselves to be creative, when they can treat it as there is a real power to having fun. I love it, man. I love it. And we've talked a lot about it. And one of the things that I've always appreciated about um, you know, the, the words that you create and just the entire premise that you're working off of is that it's not just this, um, sort of haphazard skill that you have. You actually have a process to it, which leads me to the next point that I like to cover in rogue. The whole purpose of rogue is giving people the ability to steal other people's superpowers. So you have this unique superpower of creating these words to build connection, uh, opening up a creative mind, uh, allowing people to maintain focus in otherwise boring situations. It's like this whole litany of different things that comes from this twisted wordsmith skill that you have. So I know that you have a process for doing this. So talk to us about the secret of your superpower, how it works, how you go about doing it so that the people listening can walk away and utilize that same skill to have a benefit in their lives. Certainly. Well, I like to say in a way I'm kind of the reverse rogue where no one is, I'm not stealing anything from anybody. They're not stealing from me. I actually grow when they take something and when they share it with other people, especially when they share their story. And, and that's what I love about it. I'll give an example of, all right, you first can start off with something fun, just something easy, something joyful. It doesn't necessarily have to be something really, really stressful. 
you can just uh, like, um, I'll, I'll give a good example, like I use with my significant other, who I've been together for 11 years, I call her my spouse-ish. That's more than a girlfriend. You're obviously committed. We're just not married on paper. And it, it's a wonderful, wonderful way to make a connection with somebody else. If some people like, I, I find this definitely with millennials, especially working in sales or as customer service, I love to say the word perfect for absolutely everything. Like if you just give them your name and they'll say, oh, that's perfect or everything. So I jokingly say perfect meaning it's close to perfect, but not quite, or if something clearly, I mean, what is perfection? Not everything is perfect. So I can joke about stuff like that. Uh, it's fun and it's an easy, easy thing. You, you can start off with something really easy. Like if someone likes to, maybe they're on a boring conference call and they're trying to stretch or lift weights, I'll call that muscle tasking. So I'll have something a little fun, easy. That's before you get to the stuff that might be, maybe you can find a problem or an obstacle. So you start off with something fun, you put your own spin on it, you, you work in reverse. The idea isn't just to come up with a word, it's to share the stories about the things you're passionate about. And then once you do that, then you try to look for things that are synonyms that represent different aspects of that thing that you're passionate about or really frustrated about. But the key is emotion. Emotion, it's married with this game, this logical game of you're gonna use existing words and maybe you'll combine them together like a portmanteau or maybe a neologism where there's going to be a different take on an existing word. So I can use that like maybe someone who always speaks in acronyms, which tech people do. And I'll say I'm acronym. So I've combined an acronym with how I feel about it. But then the next part of, the, of this whole thing is problem solving. And, the first, and a good part of that is finding the word that gives you a, a sense of calmness or a sense of you are in control of the situation. So I would switch acronym to acronamaste. I mean, I am at peace with all of the acronyms that I'm going to have to deal in the tech space. So from that, I came up with a solution. And the creative learning solution was build my own glossary in Evernote, which now when these things come up, boom, I can share it with people. So I've given my, my little virtual techie superpower. And by, and by super, I mean, I know it's a strength for me. What I think makes it super is when you share it with somebody and they find not just a value in it, but they are also discovering new things about themselves that they can go forth and be grantastic. I love it, man. I love it. Well, um, of all of the interviews that you and I have had, I, I, I've found that this one is it's the most enjoyable, man. Like this one was really fantastic to have you on. I feel like you broke things down in like a really easy to digest way. People can hopefully walk away from this and be able to do exactly what it is that you do. Uh, I would encourage everyone to pick up your book and see a little bit more about the words that you've come up with. Um, you can find it wherever books are sold, whether it be bookstore.org or whether you go to Amazon or Barnes and Nobles, wherever. Uh, Grantasms is available everywhere, I'm sure. But aside from that, how can people get in touch with you when Gotham is in trouble or if they want to hire you or learn more about the work that you do, bring you on as a speaker, anything like Gotham that? Gotham in trouble, come to me. Okay. Well, LinkedIn is a very, very fun place um, to find me because every week now, I am posting a new Grantasm video. I'm actually, as we're talking this this week, I'm going to be posting one on multitasking or messy tasking. So I, I like a space that is germane to where I'm looking to help people. I'm looking to help business people, tech people communicate better and have fun doing it. So please reach out to me on LinkedIn. 
share with me a story. And yes, um, Amazon's a wonderful place. I hope you would like to leave a review. I just got a new review from someone else who came to do soundproofing for my room, told me his 15-year-old daughter, and he loved it, read it over the weekend. That please do share your story with me because that gives me energy to put stuff out there. Don't be shy at all. It's a wonderful place to say, hey, I'm struggling with something. And I know most people will pay that forward. So LinkedIn, great place. Find me on Amazon. The book is Grandtasms, Creative Twisted Words for Cool People. Awesome, man. Well, thank you for showing up on Rogue and sharing your uh, secrets to your superpower. Sincerely appreciate it.